Welcome to the Nona Voices podcast by Nona.fm. We feature the voices of the unique people that make up the Lake Nona community right here in Orlando, Florida. Lake Nona resident Kim Clark can be described as a lot of things. Award-winning and Amazon best-selling author and publisher, nonprofit founder and CEO, blogger, multiple award-winning speaker. Most importantly, she's a purveyor of hope for those that are facing their darkest hour. Whether it's a loss, cancer, trauma, stress disorder, or incarceration, 70% of Americans experience trauma in their life. That's over 223 million people. Kim founded Lift Your Gaze, which promises to provide hope, whether it's from the words of one of their inspirational books in English or Spanish, the teaching of their trauma healing curriculum to residents within correctional facilities or through personal mentoring, whether it's sex trafficking, domestic violence, cancer, victim, Lift Your Gaze offers real-world solutions to life's challenges. Here's Kim Clark. Hello, Kim. Hello, Curtis. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks for joining us. So let's start out. Tell us about what is Lift Your Gaze. Oh, thank you so much. Well, Lift Your Gaze, we exist. We're a 501c3 nonprofit, and we exist to provide hope to the traumatized, including but not limited to the incarcerated. We've been in existence since 2019, and we provided hope to over 10,000 incarcerated individuals, their families as well. That's amazing. It's incredible what God can do. It's amazing. So I've written four multiple award-winning and Amazon best-selling books that we use as trauma healing curriculum inside of the correctional facilities. We, but this is very structured. It is. To it a is. certain extent. It, it is pretty much. So we uh, Lift Your Gaze has three main programs. One is one-on-one mentoring with the inmates. The other is a classroom setting where we teach the trauma healing curriculum. And then Lift Your Gaze partners with chaplains, other correctional ministry uh, facilitators, and they teach out of this curriculum as well. And then I also speak to the entire inmate population and share Christ's message of hope to the entire inmate population and their families. And I get the response from the inmates as well as their families is extraordinary. It's life-changing. Are you only focused locally or is this a national program? Great, great question, Curtis. We are national. We are Focus primarily in the central Florida area, but we are in correctional facilities across the United States. And that makes sense because you're based here in Lake Nona, so it's kind of where you got your start. So I'm assuming Orange, Osceola, Seminole, and even farther? We are. Just in the Florida, we are in Osceola County Jail, which has a turnover rate every 30 to 90 days of about 800 inmates. And then Orange County, we are in with the... uh, female detention center and that has a that has a turnover about 800 but the male side is about four to five thousand so we've been asked to go in there as well which is an additional thousand books a month so in in osceola county they they go through about 400 books a month so anytime an inmate asks for a bible in english or in spanish the chaplain gives them a copy of my multiple award-winning amazon best-selling devotional in english or in spanish wow so they, it's just blowing up. Um, so, and he teaches, there's a male chaplain, a female chaplain out the county, and the male chaplain teaches the men there and as well. And so I would come in as a female chaplain, and I, we both on separate occasion teach the females there. Fantastic. I, that, that's, so they're introduced through the book. They could almost do a self-study, but then if they want to, they can pursue 
further study with someone. And actually, we've designed this so to empower and multiply and duplicate our efforts, because unfortunately, a lot of the people that are incarcerated are exceptional leaders. Yeah, that makes sense. That organize crime. Yes. <laughs> so it's just training them. It's sharing with them. There's a different way. There's a different uh, there's a different alternative route to becoming a leader and leading right. in Christ. And we've seen that happen before. I was sharing with you a story. Yes. Can I share that now? Yes, please. Oh, you wonderful. have to share this story. <laughs> Thank yes. you, Curtis. Thank you so much. So I was going in to teach one of my classes in Osceola County. And this is a very high profile case, so I won't be mentioning any names. But as I went in, I normally teach a class of 20 women. And this was maximum security. And I came and the women come in and this only one woman came in my classroom and I asked the the inmate, I said, where are the other ladies? And she said, I don't know. And this is my first time I've met her. The inmates are usually in um, jails. I'm in jails and prisons, but the jails is 30 to 90 days turnover. I asked the correctional officer, is anyone else coming? She said, no. I said, oh, great. We'll get started. Figured, okay, God, this is a one-on-one. This is perfect. Well, we're just going to do a mentoring session. And as I was talking to her, interacting to her, I just felt the spirit of just such heaviness and depression on her and despair. And so the best way to do that is to find a connection. So I complimented her hair, which was really pretty. It was braided, and I, she had purple woven into it. I said, I really like your hair, and I like that it's purple. And she said, thank you. That's my son's favorite color. And I responded, well, I have a son, too. It's another connection, I'm thinking. This is great. How old's your son? She said he was six when he passed. And of course, I'm like, oh, no. And I offer my condolences. And I said, I'm so sorry for your loss. I, I can only imagine how hard that is a mother. And she, you know, just the heaviness just increased on her. And so when did he pass? And she said, oh, he passed last month. And it turns out after further speaking with the chaplain, I didn't know this at the time, that she and her husband are both incarcerated for his demise, his passing. And it was very, um, I don't want to show the details again because it's so public, but it was it was horrible. Yeah. And so I decided, okay, um, we're going to go rogue here. Uh, my husband and I had experienced a miscarriage. And the Lord really met me in that and just comforted me so much in my grief. And I believe that that it, that child was a female. I just had that confirmation. And I had an image of this child as eight years old, this beautiful child being held by Jesus. It was during worship service at our, our former church. And she was just... He was holding her, and she was about eight, and he was she was kind of nestled into his neck, you know, and they get the neck sugar. And um, this little girl with this golden blonde hair and these brown eyes, these with gold flecks that were just beautiful, looks down at me, and she says to Jesus, Mommy's so sad. And, of course, I'm bawling at this point and during worship in a large church. And um, Jesus nods, and... Um, and so I feel Jesus, and Jesus reached down and touches my shoulder. And I felt, I just, I was, I, I was overwhelmed by the amount of grief I had experienced with this miscarriage. I, I just because I, I imagine, uh, but I was still overwhelmed by the depth of it. I didn't expect to have that much over a child that I never had held before. Right. So this was, uh, so I, it was overwhelming the grief. And I was, again, in shock that I was, the level of grief and the depth of grief. But when Jesus touched my, I felt him touch my shoulder and all of my grief just exited me in a rush. And I heard her say thank you to Jesus. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I've always loved Amazing Grace being played at funerals. 
And then all of a sudden, um, the worship director, who's actually a pastor and a friend of ours, stops the worship, what they were currently worshiping, and starts singing Amazing Grace. Wow. In this church of 2,000 people. And I was, I was thinking, thank you, Jesus, that is my funeral for my baby. Thank you. And so, of course, you know, you see the band f- kind of floundering and then they're trying to bring up the lyrics on the screen. Eventually they do. And, but it was my private funeral for my child. And I even spoke to him afterwards. And I was like, you know, I noticed that you broke into Amazing Grace in the middle of that set. And he said, yeah, I just had this incredible sense that I had to do it. I'm like, well, that was for me. That was my funeral for my child that we just lost. And That's he, amazing. And he was like, oh my goodness. So when back to this woman, when she, um, we, we sang Amazing Grace together, and I just heard chains drop in this. I mean, it was just the spiritual chains just drop from her. And she had told me, I, I have not had this much hope. I can't remember. I, and it turns out it was a, it's a domestic violence situation. So she said, I, I, I've never experienced this before. I, and she glowed when she left that classroom, as opposed to the person who came in who should have been on suicide watch. And uh, I've watched her and how she's teaching the other women, how to, even how to read. Just a lot of them come in. English is a second language. She's teaching them how to read. She's coming alongside them with the Bible, their Bible teaching. And she has a gift of teaching, which I never saw when I first interacted with her. But seeing how God transformed even the worst of us or, or just the, all of us into a into vessels that he can use for his kingdom and his glory. It's just so beautiful to see that ripple effect happening. So that's just, it's just extraordinary. It's amazing. And and it sounds like you have a lot of access that I think some folks may find surprising. Our culture today has really been infiltrated, I believe, by folks that are just anti-Christian and and an anti-Christian attitude. But it sounds like these folks in the gym or, or jails are really open to this. Absolutely, Curtis, that's an incredible observation. They're, this is the most fertile mission field I've ever seen or experienced. Um, it's just extraordinary. And I explained to them, you know, sometimes some of you are here for a timeout. God needs yes. to get your attention yeah. and you needed a reset. And yeah. this is your reset. And God sent me, this crazy woman, to come in here. He used to teach college, mm-hmm. professor, to teach you about Jesus and to teach you there's another way and to teach you the gospel and to teach you you don't have to turn. And really to deal with the trauma. That's what I found this life. I can get them to deal with the trauma and I explain to them, you want to, your real enemy isn't the person who sinned against you. It's Satan. Right. And if you want to take, take real estate from Satan, forgive. Yes. Repent, absolutely. Forgive and love. And I go, th- and one of my most popular teaching is forgiving the unforgivable. And when you talk about that reset and that, that time out, that, you know, we, so those of us who, probably don't live the life that these folks do think, yeah, we would get away from the constant interruptions of the phone and the TV and all that, but they're getting away from a a whole lifestyle that we just can't probably, a lot of us even understand that they just, they need away from those people and those, that situation. Absolutely. And a lot of them are there for their personal safety. So uh, for example, you'll see there's a lot of addiction. There's also a lot of um, white collar professionals. There's a lot of attorneys. There's oh, yeah. dentists. There's there's your yeah, so you see have this whole gamut in there, and some of them are there because they've been in a domestic violence situation and have finally defended themselves, and they're the one that are incarcerated. Yeah, and it's yes. tough to look at them to say, you know what, you're here for your safety right now. 
Yes. And you're here for God to deal with why you're allowing this and you're enabling this. And, and it's, this is a rough things. And also then to connect them with the social programs afterwards for the aftercare they need to not go back oh, to yeah. an abusive situation. It, it, it's very, um, it's incredible to see the miracles God does. And to reiterate into that a little bit, you mentioned about the aftercare. Is that something, too, that is provided through through the ministry? So for Lift Your Gaze, we actually partner with other organizations who do that. Lydia's okay. House is out of First Baptist. We partner with A New Hope, which is another organization. So we, we deal with And that makes inside. sense, because that kind of sounds like a wide spectrum of... And there are folks that, that, that they focus on that, which I wasn't even... I, I probably thought that there would be somebody that does that, but it's great that there is somebody that does that. Salvation Army. There's a lot of great organizations that do that. But just to give you a little insight in the correctional system. So let's say you've done something stupid Mm -hmm. and you get arrested. So then you get, you're become incarcerated in jail. In In, a county jail. And I did want to get into that because you you said about the turnover. People may not understand how that works. Yeah, absolutely. So you go to, you're incarcerated in a county jail until either you make bail or you're waiting a trial. And if you're denied bail, you have to stay in jail yes. until you receive a trial. I had one woman who was incarcerated right before COVID and was waiting a trial for three years. And I have another woman who's been in there for five years, has not had her trial. Wow. And d- bail has been denied. So there's, uh, you can't even uh, argue your case for bail. And that woman who's been incarcerated for five years has you know young children. So it's really tough to see the effect on the mothers when they're in there. So let's, so you've been incarcerated in jail. You've make bail. You're, you're out. You're waiting a trial for your, what you've been accused of. And then if you're convicted, you would then go to prison. So prison is serving on a, a sentence. And if it's a, it's a lesser degree crime, you could serve it still in the jail or else they would move you to uh, prison depending on the charge and the length of time. So we are in prisons, jails, and uh, we're actually, petitioning now to get into a juvenile detention center as well oh that would be yeah earlier the better yeah and we're looking for business partners for that we're applying for a grant and we need a matching grant from another ten thousand from businesses so if you're listening to this and you're a business and would like to contribute make a contribution you can go to liftyourgaze.org and just make that contribution and that could be matched to the mayor's um his grant that we're applying for currently right now Fantastic. So that would put you into a local juvenile center? It would in Orange County, in yes, Orange absolutely. County. Fantastic. I mean, it, 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 is, it sounds like an amazing program. If somebody's, you know, not behind bars, do you think the, the books are valuable for them? Maybe maybe somebody's in a place, maybe almost like a, 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 their own personal jail. Is that something that, that's a great question. valuable? So these books are Amazon best-selling on their own outside of the ministry. Gotcha. So they are multiple award-winning books that they help people going through difficult times, going through trauma, going through trials, suffering, cancer, loss, um, just being sinned against, losing a job. Uh, there's a lot of it. And I don't believe as a culture we know how to process trauma well. No, 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 we don't. We don't. And, and you go to Africa and you see, when I was in Uganda, you see them, the wailing, but they, it's coming out and, and their forgiveness, they forgive just like a snap of a finger as opposed to, for us, we don't have that process or what that looks like. People say, oh, you know, I've forgiven, but I haven't, I don't, I don't forget. And that's part of that forgiveness process yes. in, as Christians and teaching on that. And you just see those just chains drop when you teach on that. So these are available on Amazon. There's, the first one is Deep Waters. 
lift your gaze. And that's actually, we're having a golf tournament coming up. I was going to just ask you about the golf tournament. Tell us who can get involved, how they can get involved. Great questions. Oh, yes, absolutely. So we're having a golf tournament, Lift Your Gaze Golf Tournament. We had one last year, and it was incredibly successful. The response was extraordinary. And we did that to raise funds to translate our devotional into Spanish, which is in Spanish and is a blowing up because 29% of the inmate population speak Spanish predominantly. Makes sense. Yep. And they need that and to have it in their own native language. It's so powerful, especially when there's such at a, uh, just at a vulnerable state to have that in their language. They, they, it's amazingly helpful and amazingly healing. So we did that last year. So this year we're doing the book, which is about twice the size of the devotional, three times the size. So it's more expensive. So we're raising funds for that. Now, the golf tournament is in Eagle Creek, which is right in Lake Nona. Nona. Nona, Nona Hood here. And that's on September 30th. It's a Saturday. So go to liftyourgazegolf.com. You can register your foursomes, your singles. And right now there's an early bird special. So go register now. And great place for sponsors for businesses as well. So, for example, oh, I'd like to help out with this but i'd also like to promote my business mm-hmm. uh sponsoring the lunch sponsoring the hole sponsoring the golf carts we can you can just reach out to us and we'll make sure we we'll get a sponsorship package for you but it's a lot of fun we have we do we do tournaments well i've been told and that's liftyourgazegolf.com and of course if they want to go to your site look at the books and and get involved in other ways i'm sure it's all there at liftyourgaze.com dot org dot oh, org, org. Dot org. absolutely org. yep yeah, so that's great. So we have those four books, and the, we just came out with a prayer book on praying the Hebrew names of God in personalized scripture. And nice. that is um, off the charts anointed. That's, we, um, oh goodness, um, I just taught in there recently in Orange County, and I have about 20 women in there, and one of the guards was a little cranky, or the officer's a little cranky, and she kept interrupting the class and having them come out for commissary two at a time, and they didn't want to leave. They wanted to learn more about Elohim. And, and instead of eating. Instead yeah. of getting. Well, the commissary is their treat. It's not a oh, lunch. Oh, that's it's, right, right, right. Commissary, it's their yes, treat. Yes, this is yeah. their special thing. They have people yep. send money so they can get yep. whatever and they, they. order there. They wait for. Yep. Well, they have to. Yeah. This commissary is. Oh, the yes. angels sing like this is great. And they don't want to go. Wow. That is amazing. So and they'd rather stay and listen about as we go through the Hebrew names of God. And as we're reading these prayers out loud with their names in, they actually weep. Um, I, I can read a little excerpt for you. Maybe I'll put your right. name in it. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, great. So this is, um, this is a great one on, oh my goodness, this is really good, on Jehovah Rophe, which is, uh, which is our healer. And I'll start with you. I'll put your, and there's blanks in there that I suggest you put your name in first, your loved ones, read it again, put your loved ones in there, and then put your um, enemies. Okay. So it's definitely a challenge. This is Jehovah. This is on page 104. If anyone gets the Deep Waters Lift Your Gaze prayer book, it's right there. It's Jehovah Rophe, the living waters. Curtis knows that Jehovah Rophe heals and redeems. Curtis is grateful that Jehovah Rophe first revealed his miraculous healing named to the millions of Israelites who fled the oppression of slavery in Egypt. Jehovah Rophe provides living waters for Curtis. Curtis rejoices because the Elohim who inexplicably parted the Red Sea and drowned the enemies of the Israelites is the same Jehovah who protects, provides, and heals Curtis. Curtis rejoices that Jehovah Rophe allowed his son, Jehovah Jesus, to be placed in the bitter waters of sin, permitting access to the sweet, drinkable, and thirst-quenching springs of Jehovah Rophe. 
Curtis worships Jehovah Jesus, who became sin for Curtis and took all the punishment for Curtis' sins on the cross. Curtis knows that all who believe in Jesus Christ as the Lord, Savior, and Jehovah Jesus will have eternal life. Curtis has peace because Jehovah Rophe not only heals Curtis from his physical ailments, but also rescues, heals, and redeems Curtis from his greatest disease, sin. Curtis rejoices in the confirmation that Jehovah Jesus has removed the internal consequences of Curtis's sin, misery, and death. Curtis affirms that the covering of Jehovah Jesus' living waters and boldly declares Curtis's spiritual reconciliation with Jehovah Elohim. Amen. Powerful. Thank you. Amen. That was powerful. Thank you very much. I, I, I look forward to, uh, I, we're going to be at the golf tournament. We'll be there somehow, some way. Yes. And we'll be involved. And so we're looking forward to that. So it's liftyourgazegolf.com. You can also find out more about the books and other ways you can get involved in the ministry at liftyourgaze.org. Thank you, Kim Clark. Thank you so much, Curtis. We were in desperate need of people partnering with monthly. So, gotcha. to, so to every $20 saves a person's life, provides a book. Wow. So I say, okay, look, just $20 a month, give up coffee or $100 a month, whatever you can in your budget. And it makes such a difference. I wish I could tell you that the letters I receive from the inmates saying, this book saved my life. You don't understand. This is so powerful. And it's God's, it's God. It's not us. It's him. So thank you so much for this opportunity to share with Nona. And thank you for what you're doing. This is, I believe this is making a huge difference in the community and, and across the country. It's fantastic. Thank, thank you. you. You're welcome. Thank you to Kim Clark from Lift Your Gaze for joining us today. Thank you for listening to the Nona Voices podcast by Nona.fm. We feature the voices of the unique people that make up the Lake Nona community in Orlando, Florida. You can subscribe to Nona Voices wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartMedia. If you have a moment, please share the Nona Voices podcast and give us a review. Thank you for listening to the Nona Voices podcast by Nona.fm.